are back. Uh, I did note that in New Scientist magazine, September 30th uh, this summer, they did add a little blurb that I saved. It noted that uh, more than 14 years, according to the article, after the 1991 Gulf War ended, the majority of soldiers and civilians exposed to depleted uranium from anti-tank munitions can finally sleep a little easier. They are not at seriously increased risk of developing cancer, nor will their children have an inordinately high chance of birth defects, according to a two-year study by Sandia National Laboratories. We would remind you that uh, Sandia Laboratories, along with uh, basic, well, in Los Alamos, along with Lawrence Livermore Laboratories here in Pleasanton, are the nation's two uh, premier sites for looking into matters relating to atomic weaponry, uranium, etc. This uh, this study is highly suspect. Uh, it's noted that the health risks for Iraqi civilians are predicted to be very small, and claims of observable increases in leukemia and birth defects from DU exposure are not supported by this study. Well, we hope that, um, that uh, less tainted studies can be done. It would be nice if that turned out to be true, but we kind of think that uh, this is not the case. Would note also in an aside that the uh, DVD Beyond Treason uh, had significant input from Lauren Moret, who was formerly with uh, the Department of Geology right here at UC Davis. Yeah, we're not quite done with the administration here on the uh, the Katrina issue. Uh, Tom Tomorrow, this modern world cartoon, which is seen every week in the news and review here in Sacramento, uh, had had a series of panels on this where Bush was outlining outlining the situation as, you know, either you're with us or you're with the weather. I love I love panel number number four of six, which shows Condoleezza Rice holding up an aerial spy satellite photo when she's saying, and as you can plainly see, these satellite photos show that Iran is developing the facilities to build giant fans, which could stir up more hurricanes. We also have reports that Iranian mullahs have recently been spotted watching the Weather Channel. <laughs> oh, Dan Perkins, Tom Tomorrow, he, he's done it again. Um, but, you know, not all the boneheads out there, let's be fair, let's be fair, not all the boneheads out there are Republican. And in fact, to that end, we would cite the actions of Carol Migdon, San Francisco Democrat. In fact, let's quote directly from a Sacramento Bee editorial from September 7th. A few years ago, when Carol Migdon took over the job of running the Assembly's Appropriations Committee, it didn't take long to see how little patience she had with the public. Short and curt to the point of being insulting, Migdon killed some bills and rammed others through, all with the atmospherics more appropriate for a boxing gym than a hall of democracy. After a few years away from the legislature, the San Francisco Democrat is back, this time in the Senate, where she runs that body's Appropriations Committee with the same grace and charm she displayed in the Assembly. But what she did the other day sets a new low for the Democratic Party's recent behavior in the legislature, and that's quite a feat. The B editors go on. Migden, remember, she's now in the Senate, waltzed over to the floor of the Assembly when it was taking up one of her bills, AB 484, which requires manufacturers of cosmetics to inform the state if the perfume has an ingredient that is believed to cause cancer. She went to the desk of a Republican, remember, she's a Democrat, who was away from his seat. It's possible she thought a Democrat resided there, but frankly it doesn't matter because of what she did. She voted. 
she pushed the yes button. That yes apparently was the decisive 41st vote. Set the roll, she then said. A Republican assemblyman watching the whole thing, Bob Huff of Diamond Bar, unpushed the button of the missing Republican Guy Houston of Dublin, whose vote Migden apparently tried to hijack. In the end, Migden apparently found her 41st vote and it passed, but in the last paragraph, the B said, Senators, even powerful senators, have no business pushing anybody's buttons in the assembly. It is unscrupulous and an arrogant abuse of power. It exemplifies why the legislature is so despised by the public. The underlying story is that California politics are often dysfunctional. Carol Migdon just made it worse. I do have to raise the question, do we need a bill that requires manufacturers of cosmetics to inform the state if the perfume has an ingredient that is believed to cause cancer? My problem comes from that phrase, believed to cause cancer. Um, you know, that, that is such, in many cases, such an incredible gray area. Case in point. Bill Lockyer wants to have warning labels attached to fried foods in California. Our attorney general is suing fast food giants McDonald's, Burger King, and KFC and the makers of several popular potato chip brands, alleging they failed to warn California consumers about the dangers of acrylamide, a carcinogen produced when potatoes and other starchy foods are cooked at high temperatures. So if you cut up some potatoes at home and fry them, and the starchy potato produces some <laughs> acrylamide, which may be implied, uh, may have some uh, you know, carcinogenic potential. Um, are you going to have to put labels in your, in your own home cooking? I, I don't know. This, I, I just have my doubts about this one. We might want to note at this juncture that the opinions expressed in this program do not represent those of KDVS, our sponsors, or the University of California at Davis. They're just my opinions. But since I've said that, <laughs> let me just tee off once again on our Attorney General Bill Lockyer. Instead of focusing in on, you know, what might happen if starchy foods are cooked at high temperatures, maybe Bill Lockyer ought to maybe, you know, step it up a notch when it comes to things like my case, which I brought to the attention of his office some years ago when an unscrupulous physician was using my name and the name of other people on his prescription pads to imply that the numerous PAs he was, he was using to do the work of doctors were being supervised by me and other people, even though I wasn't working for the guy anymore. When I found out he was using my name on his prescription pads, I uh, took the matter to the Attorney General's office. Their ruling was that it's up to a physician to make sure that his name isn't being misused on a prescription pad somewhere. Which I thought that's what I was doing in enlisting his assistance. But according to Bill Lockyer, I guess if some guy down in Calexico manages to steal my identity off of the internet and starts printing up prescription pads with my name, I guess by God it's my job to go down to the Mexican border and, and do some police work because apparently Bill Lockyer is way too busy looking into French fries produced by McDonald's. All right, and in some happier news, uh, well, I guess it's not really happy news, but it's uh, good news just the same. Edgar Ray Killen is back in the slammer where he belongs. The former Ku Klux Klan leader who was recently convicted for the murder of three civil rights workers back in 1964 had been released on bond 
supposedly for uh, poor health while he was on appeal. Well, apparently deputies observed that he was not really confined to a wheelchair. He was uh, seen up walking about. So back to jail for Edgar Ray Killen. I heard some folks reporting on, on NPR, apparently with a straight face yesterday, about, uh, about how, <laughs> how democracy was flourishing in Afghanistan and how, uh, well, you know, how well things are going with, with Hosni Mubarak in Egypt winning a multi-candidate vote. But I, I like the coverage from Daniel Williams in the Washington Post, who noted that the Bush administration saw Egypt as ripe for reform as part of President Bush's campaign to democratize the Middle East. Despite complaints of fraud in the election, leading independent human rights groups gave Mubarak the benefit of the doubt. Quote, There was never any doubt Mubarak would, would win, and abuses we saw would not have changed the outcome much, said Gasser Abdel Razek, director of the Egyptian Organization for Human Rights. Yes, the Bush administration apparently is looking very favorably upon Egypt's effort to, to democratize because I think it's been noted many times that in this election, Mubarak actually ran against opponents. And a final item for today is a science item. We didn't get, I had so many science stories to do next week or the week after. Uh, the Hayabusa space probe has moved within 20 kilometers of an asteroid orbiting between the Earth and Mars. It's taken it two years to get there. And when it's all said and done, in June of 2007, it's going to bring back samples from this small asteroid. The Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency released photos of the potato-shaped asteroid, which is about uh, 550 meters long and 312 meters wide. Um, This little probe that's now carefully, cautiously in orbit uh, close to the asteroid is going to figure out how it can maneuver up even closer so it can drop a couple of probes onto the surface, take a, take a few grams of material off, return it to the mothership, and, uh, and bring it back to Earth. Very exciting stuff. Well, we're almost out of time, so I would just note a couple items. Uh, Steve Silver's Beach Blanket Babylon in San Francisco is holding auditions for immediate openings. So uh, you male and female singers out there... Uh, uh, might want to consider hot-footing it down to uh, the, the rollicking uh, show they've been putting on for, I don't know, 25 years, 30 years down there in San Francisco. Had a chance to see it recently. It's as fun as always. And uh, if you've got some singing and dancing talent, uh, well, you should contact the Club Fugazi and prepare an up-tempo number and ballad in your own key. Rock, pop, show tunes, all acceptable. Bring current resume and photo. On next week's show, we'll be reporting on the appearance here at the Sacramento uh, Metro Chamber uh, in two days of Colin Powell, John Edwards, John Ashcroft, and Sugar Ray Leonard. I certainly imagine that it will be thought-provoking, inspirational, and always entertaining, as the uh, the ad for this event said, when uh, Colin Powell tells about uh, burning down the hooches in Vietnam with his Zippo lighters and how he lied to the UN with a straight face about those uh, weapons of mass destruction. Anyway... We're out of time. Our thanks once again to Joyce Riley. This program was produced by Edward McMillan. I'm your host, Douglas Everett. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. We'll see you again next Thursday at 5 o'clock. Stay tuned for Todd.
lost in wide wonder at the joy they had found. The head nurse spoke up, said, leave this one alone. She could tell right away that I was bad to the bone. Young girl squeal I wanna be yours pretty baby 